back to Pussy Gang. What the fuck is up, y'all? The Uchiest, Gucciest, Baluchiest, Maluchiest, Pussy. It's your girl, Taylor. It's your girl, Jalen. Hi, it's Tara. Put the shades back on. Put the shades back on. Okay, I'll put the shades back on. I'm wearing glasses for everyone that can't see me right <laughs> now. So Brenda, everyone. you gotta tell them you're Brenda. I'm Brenda. By the way, I'm Brenda. Happy to Just be here. Jalen, you almost forgot our tagline. What the fuck? I know. I'm so sorry. Gucci is Gucci is Bellucci. She covered it. I she got my back. I can't believe time. it. I can't believe it. She just you wanted me to know who she was. All right, y'all. How's everyone doing? Um, doing pretty well. Today's like a dreary ass day, isn't it? Bro, I'm tired as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm, tired I'm dead fuck. tired as fuck. Um, I'm excited for Brenda to come over later. Uh, uh, <laughs> she's screaming so started, loud it cut out yeah brenda started screaming so loud we ended up not being able to hear her at all <laughs> yo um should we start off with our with our facts of the day yes we want to introduce our new segment pop fact Brenda's gonna. We already did it last week, but this time we got a name, got a name for it. Yes. Thank you, Brenda. Thank you, Brenda. We were You're originally. Brenda, give him the tea. Yeah. Give him the tea. Yeah, you go ahead, Brenda. So essentially, how we got to the name is I was thinking of. Okay, let me do my little anecdote. So basically, when I was growing up, my mom would put me in a room with other kids that had chicken pox. So then I wouldn't have to like get chicken pox ever because once you get it once, you never get it again. I know you told this story last week, but I'm already so surprised. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I'm like, this is a new story. I already (laughs) forgot that chicken pox was a part of this. (laughs) I forgot to, I'm imagining you with like 10 other kids just sitting in a room together, like sick as hell. Exactly. It's crazy. (laughs) Maybe, my mom's a nurse, so maybe that wasn't a common thing. I don't know. I don't know. She's also Ugandan, so. I heard that was a thing. I never really knew people who got chicken pox, though. I thought it was like a myth for a hot minute. No, (laughs) it's there, but there's like a vaccination now. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so with chicken pox, once you get it, you can never get it again. So then in alignment with educating yourself with like the Black Lives Matter movement, I feel like once people get it, it's really hard to ignore and I think that that is why now in recent times that like like aftermath of Trayvon Martin everyone was super astonished and I think around that time was the rising of Black Lives Matter as far as I know but um once people get it you fucking get it like you don't need someone to explain it to you you don't argue all lives matter it's not about whether you're racist or not. Most importantly, are you anti-racist? So when we include these facts, I mean, all of us have different variations of saying it. And I kind of like that we have different ways of saying it because these facts a lot of the time are very personal to us. So when we say like pox facts or sometimes I'll just scream chicken pox. Chicken pox. Chicken pox. Chicken pox. Bam. Pox facts. This Bam. is the daily dose of information that you guys need. Yeah. That being said, Brenda, why don't you say your fact first? She's balls deep in an ice cream cone right now. <laughs> <laughs> she has a drumstick in her mouth. Okay. So Not a chicken drumstick, but an ice cream drumstick. Just letting them know. I'm Continue. upset. Did you really? What's your fact? So my my pox fact is that oh yeah another thing pox can also like it's obviously spelled P O X but it can also allude to poc which means person of color so boom boom anyways um, <laughs> my fun fact is that one in four 
cowboys back in those Midwest yeehaw days were black and that um, the Wild West like <laughs> drew in a shit ton of enslaved blacks where they were able to like work and they lived in dangerous conditions and because there was just so much open space the frontier wasn't necessarily as um segregated like as rigorously such as you know like the white water fountain versus the colored only water fountain and so um that's something that really interested me because i've learned in high school that like with western American history just like they're all shitty remember there was a thing that they did to Asians come on help me out here what are you talking about internment camps yes yes wasn't that in California or something yeah. yes yeah it was and so it's like kind of crazy how um minorities moved to the west and they were kind of able mm -hmm. to get like get off the ground per se not the best conditions but they were business people and thriving and that yeah totally. people just came and wiped them out and the term cowboy is believed to be derogatory because it used to be, um, it was used to describe blacks as cow hands. Oh my god, what the fuck? My mind is just fucking blown because I have never thought of a black cowboy until Little Nas. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all <laughs> <laughs> until Little Nas X. Like I'm gonna be straight Bring up. Little Nas X to the to the frontier, bro. And it kind of makes sense how it started with the word cow hands. Old time it's just such a white history. Uh huh. It's because of media too. It's like all cowboy mm -hmm. movies huh? are with white people. You rarely see black cowboys. And then that's like true. what the hell? And they appropriated yeah. our word. So and then they capitalized on yeah. it. It's crazy because I feel like whenever yeah. I see like I'm thinking about Westworld and seeing like black cowboys, right? I think of that yeah, as like, oh my wild. god, it's so great. Media is like including black cowboys. You know, mm -hmm. it's inclusive, yeah. it's diverse. But in actuality, like, oh, that is like historically correct. Right. Yeah. Period. That is fucking crazy. Can I go next? Cause mine, mine is kind of like on the same vein as Brenda. Go for it. Okay, so you know Betty Boop, right? That little, the little, I don't the know. cartoon. Yeah, so she's a cartoon. She's actually based off of a black woman. What? So, yeah, she. Okay, so there was this jazz singer. Her name was. She was known as like Baby Esther, Little Esther, Little Esther. Um, her name was Esther Lee Jones, and she was a singer in the nineteen twenties. And she was known for like a baby singing style, which is where like the boop and like the child like like scats come from, mm -hmm. and. She was, like, gaining traction, and then this actress, this white woman named Helen Kane, um, started, like, appropriating it, basically. And in one of her songs called I Want to Be Loved By You, she had those, like, same scats that Esther originally did. Boop, boop, and then when Betty Boop came out, Helen Kane wanted to, like, sue the people who made that, because she was like, you're appropriating my style. And then, pe then people were like, no, you appropriated this black woman's style. Right. So now, like, everyone thinks Betty Boop is supposed to be a white woman, but she's supposed to be a black woman. That's fucking insane. Wow. Yeah. It's rude. She invented like a whole like kind of singing style. It's fucking rude. They took that shit from her. Jesus Christ. Give me a scat, Tara. Um, Tara, do you want to go first with your fact? Sure. Um, today, guys, I want to talk about Tef Poe, who is like a conscious rapper um, and activist. What I wanted to talk about today was his song War Cry, which I think we will definitely include in our like promos and stuff, but it's on SoundCloud. I just wanted to read a little bit of like the the description of this song, which was written amidst um, Ferguson demonstrations and is a critique of Jay Nixon, the, the I think he was the governor of St. Louis. Basically, Tuff Poe was like really big and integral in like 
starting these demonstrations and these movements and stuff and then this particular song is really different than like a lot of other like reactions in rap music to the events which were going on at the time so like there, this was like a moment of outrage in 2014. My favorite part about this song is that in one of the verses um, later on he is also amplifying the voices of his like trans brother and sisters and like I think that seeing that in um rap is really awesome. That's not always included in like the narrative and I love the inclusivity of this rap and like the efficacy with which it communicates this message of outrage and like dismay and and critique of the system in a really in a really sick way. That being said, you mentioned like trans um that he was rapping about trans people and I think that we should say like happy pride month yeah June 27th Ugh, black lives matter black baby. trans lives matter black I, trans lives yeah, matter yeah I think I, were you finished Tara is it okay if I go on with my quote um yeah I think that mine and Tara's are a little tied together too because I feel like my fact today isn't necessarily like a fact about one person but more so like about educating yourself about an entire culture. The one thing that I think about, um, or the one thing that I've been watching recently is this show called Pose, and I've been watching it with Tara. And it's all about like the ballroom culture. And it's just like a whole other world that I feel like a lot of people don't know about and should know about. I literally never knew about it until I watched Paris is Burning. And we're from New York City. And this happened in Harlem during the AIDS epidemic. And like, it was this tragic thing that happened to like all our neighbors. And it's just so, I, I feel like watching Pose has been so beautiful because like the the sense of community and the sense of family is just mm -hmm. so unfounded yeah. and like it, it, it hits you on a very human level. And I think people need to start educating themselves about the experiences of people that non-straight experiences, non-heterosexual yes. experiences, you know what I mean? It's a beautiful 100%. story. I, I highly, highly recommend that anybody go and check it out. Um, and watch watch Paris is Burning too if you have already seen Pose because it's around. Yeah, yeah it's based off of Paris is Burning too. It's yeah. by Ryan Murphy. If you can fucking sit down and watch Glee, you can fucking, fucking sit down Glee. and watch Pose. Okay, it's beautiful. Go fucking educate watch yourself. Watch it. Go watch it. Okay. All right. That being said, that wraps up our Pac Facts segment, right? Pac Facts. Pac Facts. And unfortunately, <laughs> we're gonna talk about breakups today. Let's get into the bullshit. Break up. Your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, because I'm bored. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm bored. I love the drama. I, I love that music oh, video. So you good. already know. All right, so we got. We're gonna answer some more questions that we got last week, but it's more related to breakup. So we wanted to want to push it over here. Do you? Th okay, what are your thoughts on fucking your exes? Oh! Ah! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we're gonna be screaming a lot this episode. Um, All right, I'll start it. Off. I'll start off. I've done it before, but we were in a healthy place, and it was a one-time thing. I'm about it as long as it's not destructive towards your mental health. I definitely am one to sleep with my exes, and it's just because like we break up, and the breakup is my breakups haven't been under the best circumstances, and like they're still like unresolved 
positive feelings there mixed in with like obviously all of the negative and so like when we're with each other and we're trying to like resolve our breakup it's hard not to fall back into that so it happens Mm -hmm. i don't think it's like necessarily the best thing in the whole wide world but like that shit definitely fucking happens you're human go fuck your ex it's fine just don't let them affect your mental health anymore yeah exactly (laughs) i think if like i could extract the like the person <laughs> from my ex. If I could exes, delete like, I would, them I would and just keep them. their bodies, because it's like yeah. at the end of the day, why do you fuck your exes? Because they know your body, they know what you like. Like you don't gotta teach them again. Like I honestly, like I don't know. Is this is it? Like I still like I crave sex with. I, think I don't. I don't. That way. I don't crave. I don't what's it like? I guess, like, people in general. I think I crave the best one. Almost all my exes. But other people? Keep your dirty hands yeah. off me. We are over. Over. We are over. All right, so do you think some people want a relationship or they're bored with being alone? <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but, like, sometimes, same, bro. I'm just like, fuck, I miss a cuddle. Do I need all the extra stuff, though? You're kind of lonely and bored. I'm fucking but, like, do I... I'm neither. I don't know myself. I'm neither. I don't know myself. I'm not bored. I don't fall into a relationship because I'm bored. And you know what? I never want a relationship. It just fucking happens right. to me. Right. I, I, I was kind of true. I'm track as you, Taylor. I feel like relationships just kind of happen. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. But some people, like, crave it and, like, look for it. I genuinely, like, yeah, I guess. No, no, I don't even care to have someone right. cuddle me. Like, I'm good. I have you guys. Exactly. <laughs> facts. Facts. I think in the past, I've definitely been that person that, like, wanted it. But then once I got it and I realized what it meant, I was just like, oh, shit. Nah, eh. it's a war- it's war- Once you realize the weight of a relationship, we I'm just like, fuck. We're also just, like, women of depth, you know? We have so much to give. <laughs> uh, we're just so complex. And how can a man learn everything there is to know about me? They are so immature. How can they even satisfy us? But how can someone who, like, has to also, like, pleasure me, like, who has to, like, pleasure my body, how can they also pleasure my mind when, like, I know that my friends pleasure my mind and my heart way more? If you ever need affection, Tara. I don't know. If you ever need affection, buzz me in and I'll show you a good time, girl. (laughs) I invite your mind, body, and soul. Hell yeah, baby. And I think also it's important to note, like, on a real, a serious note, that once you've activated self-love it's kind of easy to just love others and through that you find the re- the ones you really want a relationship yeah, with. yeah then that's when it happens yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely okay is there one more question jay um okay yes what should you avoid or consider before breaking up with someone excuse me avoid <laughs> um the question should be what should you consider when you get into a relationship that's fucking true bro <laughs> all right podcast whatever i say don't pay attention to it because i don't <laughs> i don't i've never had like Shut a really formal up. breakup it's like you're stupid right and then it's like bye <laughs> like it's just like you're stupid, ain't it? <laughs> you're stupid. You're stupid, right? Oh, Go away, bro. Don't I, need you anymore. But I think when breaking up with people, like however, whatever your reasons are to breaking up, stay true to your truth because in the end, if you never like I, you don't want to regret being like I wish I had said this. I think it's better if you genuinely say how you feel yeah. and then just dip. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I I think the only thing to consider when it comes right. to like breakups uh-huh. for me personally, I think that like 
hearing the word breakup when I'm in a relationship is like a triggering word because that's just not how I solve problems. Mm -hmm. So like when if you bring up a breakup to me, you better be damn fucking serious about it. And you better break up with me because like I'm not down to do the whole like circling Don't around use it. as a weapon. Don't use it for manipulation. I hate that shit. That's, yes, that's my theory. Yes, absolutely. Never weaponize breaking that's up. Disgusting. Never use it as like a scapegoat as a scapegoat for like an argument if you love someone listen if you love someone you're gonna work through the problem and if you don't you're gonna drop a breakup with them and then you better just fucking break up with them it's gonna make you a better person also when it comes to problems too like i hope that if you're deciding to break up with someone because of your problems make sure it's something that you guys have actually like i feel yeah like i i I hope that like the issues are things that you've tried to discuss at least Mm -hmm. on your end yes um and like re like reevaluate the whole situation because sometimes i feel like some people break up just because it gets hard and it's like every relationship gets can i say uh, can i say every relationship gets fucking hard yeah very true jay i love i love shady all right to he who is listening if you choose to refuse someone breaking up with you due to your own narcissistic needs, you do not deserve to be in that relationship because at the end of the day, what you have received is not equating to what you are giving and it shows. Also, okay, okay, yes. Period. Okay, okay, oh my God, I'm getting so, wait. I just, I love you for that and thank you. That was a beautiful wisdom. Go off, Jay. Dude, I people okay, like, if you, this has happened in friendships that I've seen. This has happened in relationships I've seen. If you, if people, if one, if like, let's, let's give them names. J- say, J- JJ. Say Barack okay. Obama. Okay. Barack Obama and Michelle Obama, right? Say Michelle is like Barack. We have this issue. Let's talk about it. And Barack's like, it's not an issue. Let's ignore it. And he doesn't actually confront it for a long time. And then when they, when Michelle breaks up with him, he gets confused. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, blah, blah, blah. I thought we worked it out. And it's like, no, you never actually dug into the argument and like into the issue so i feel like a lot of the times like Mm. one person slowly falls out of the relationship way before the breakup happens because the other person never actually addresses what happens so like when arguments happen make sure you get to the core of it because like when you're breaking up with someone that's for a reason oh my god bad timing is everything when she said someone was out of the relationship before the other i felt that i really think that the biggest lesson that i've learned is that like love for me in a relationship is wonderful but it becomes so natural it comes so naturally to me that it's just not Mm -hmm. enough and like when I, when yeah. I say that, I mean, like, I think that there very much is love that exists out there that you... I think there's love that exists out there that you have to work for and love that you don't have to work right. for. That mm-hmm. being said, I think that when, like, you love... There's so many other elements. Like, I feel like I've loved people that I don't trust. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've loved people that I know are going to disappoint mm-hmm. me. And, like, I know that I don't want that for myself anymore i need someone mm-hmm. who's a good fucking communicator right. like that's my number one yeah. just yes. being on the same oh. page with someone is all that i need yeah. you know because like the mm-hmm. if i'm in a relationship with you it's evident that i love you if i'm having an argument with you and i want to work through it with you it's evident that i love you i need that to i need that to hit reciprocation me too from your side 
word of the day the same language with the person that you love is so important it really is there's like I feel like there's regular compatibility in relationships, but then there's also, like, communication compatibility. I feel like a lot of people just don't communicate in the same way. Yeah. So, like, when people in relationships get into arguments, like, you may be saying one thing and you're meaning one thing, but that person takes it another way because they communicate differently, you know? Yes. And, like, the way that they say things mean completely different things from the way that you say Absolutely. Things. And that's fine. That's a beautiful teaching yeah. moment for the two. Like, you guys can mm-hmm. choose to learn from that, but also... It is so not your responsibility to, to, teach, to teach someone anyone. how to treat you. Like, if you guys yes. are different, that's fine. There is someone Break out there. There is someone. You can count on I don't on the, have that. I don't think I have that. What do you mean? Where what? are you? What? I don't have the range for communication. <laughs> if you yes, don't you get do, what bitch. I'm trying to fucking say, leave. Walk out the uh-huh. door. No, then that that's, that's what, what I mean. We're saying. You need to find someone who's compatible with you, bro. Exactly. Oh. You you're <laughs> under you're under no obligation <laughs> to teach anyone that you don't want to. I feel like I've made the choice to teach people to try and like to also learn from them and like right. it's it's enriching, but if it is more of a struggle than it is enriching, right. then like what the fuck are you doing? And the oh, only ingredient of that to be love. I think that you can teach people other things, but like they should be willing to learn through love. Cause that's on you like girl, you you patient or whatever. You patient yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all of us, Taylor is so patient. I hate all men. Which Don't is crazy because I feel like I come off the least patient, but like I no, uh, when it comes to relationships, she will walk friend. through the fucking she will walk all every single ring of Saturn with them. And I'm because like, Because isn't that what relationships are supposed to be? Like if I'm committing to you, I expect you to walk those rings of Saturn with me too. And I've been with guys that like stop halfway. Hey, you're not on your own. I'm walking those rings with you, and so is Jalen. And so is Brenda. Brenda. Brenda has some tea to spill about walking the rings with someone. Remember else. how last Brenda episode. wasn't in a relationship last <laughs> week? Remember McDreamy? Remember, remember how she said, fucking run me over if I get back with McDreamy? We it's have to week. run her over. Guess oh, who Brenda's oh. with now? Oh. Oh. <laughs> this. This. On, honestly, it's kind she of. She was not looking forward to this. No. Oh. Ah. It's super ironic that we're recording a podcast during this because, my guy, literally all of last academic year, Jalen had a boo. Even the summer, Tara had a boo. Taylor had a boo. Did I already say Jalen? Jalen had boo-boos. Jalen so had boo-boo the school. <laughs> I had boo-boo the... F- I had a boo, and then I had boo-boo the fucking dipshit. Uh, me too. <laughs> Literally me too. But to me, oh I think God. that, like, when you, like, get close with a guy and you go on dates, that's a little... That's a little extra. Like, you know, that's a, that's company. You guys had company. And so yeah, it yeah, was yeah. so ironic that literally the entire academic year, I was not for it. I was like, whatever. And then as soon as all my lovely sisters got single, I got snatched from We're the streets. We're all single bitches. I literally said I'm to sing- Brenda, I'm it was single. so funny. I'm, I'm just like, Brenda's sending us this text and she's like, I fell in love again. And I'm like, no. Ah! I was like, bitch, what? Didn't what you say yesterday that you I'm don't want? Like, I'm like, oh my God, my relationship had to end so Brenda's could begin. <laughs> it is called the circle of life. It is called this is the, what the circle the circle of life. That's what they meant in the language. Wait, Tara. But Tara can attest that I really did not see this coming. Like, 
I entered college being done with this boy and I'm about to enter my last year with this boy. Tara, 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 just Synchronicities, a- bro. I <sighs> Brenda's like, please slap me in the face. Listen, please slap me. <laughs> I the minute like I just I can't even express my incredulous Surprise. Incredulous. Yeah, that's I, I, I knew Brenda when, when she said <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. She, when she be doing she the shit again. Said, never is this gonna happen. We literally I remember sometimes like Brenda and I'd be in bed and we'd be like, uh, we'd be ourselves and just like so hundred percent ourselves and be like, Oh my god. Uh, we have our McDreamies. It's just like never gonna happen. Woe is me. And here she is. Here she is. Wait, so Brenda, uh, obviously say as much as you want, but how did it happen? What's the tea? What are you learning right now? Yeah, can you give some motherfucking details, Brenda? God damn it. Sure, sure, (laughs) sure. All right, all right. The audience wants to know. I'm going to preface this by saying, okay, and this part I'll be serious and then I'll go back to being myself. So basically, oh, I hate when I say basically. So... Honestly, tragically, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <okay>. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I am someone who's super. I'm very like an- not anti-commitment, but I thrive off my independence, and I genuinely believe that m- through love with my friends, that genuinely carries me. Like I never really felt the need to really advance with romantic love, and so Snaps to motherfucking that, like the person who. I am with right now is my first love from literally when I was like 17, 18. It's like a while. Se- like, se- like, yeah, like 17 years old. And I didn't think that anything would come up of it, but in a very weird way. And I was talking about this with Tara. I'd never stopped really talking about it. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I've loved once. And then after that, every relationship I kind of compared to my first love, or I didn't do certain things because of my first love, or the certain, like, certain people that I was attracted to, it was based off my first love. So, yeah, honestly, it came out of the blue, like, literally out of the blue. I was just with the with Pussy Gang three days, and then, like, like, no, no, no. I was with Pussy Gang, and then three days later, I ended up in a relationship. Till I just got a relationship. I'm going day by day with it. I'm very... I'm still very much, like... I don't really want to make it a huge show, because the word boyfriend kind of... Yeah, I don't like the titles. Titles no. are hard. I'm not a title hard. girl, but I do think that titles sometimes set boundaries for responsibilities. Yes. Because boys will sneaky yes, be like, you're never my girlfriend. Yes, and you're like, bro, I have your point, six yeah. kids. I have six <laughs> kids from you. What you mean, <laughs> I was never a girlfriend. We pay a mortgage together. We literally pay our mortgage together. On the subject of recent things that have happened with our past, most recent lovers, Tara woke up to something interesting today. <laughs> we had such an interesting, like, we, past 24 hours. Oh she, Brenda, God. there's something I have to tell you I'm that I haven't so told you about. Tuckered oh out! I'm freaking tuckered out. I'm tuckered. I believe it. What does a lot that mean? of stuff has happened. I'm tired. That's She's fucking tired. I'm tired, okay? Oh, Tucker. Tuckered. Can you oh, speak tucker. your damn truth? Yeah. yeah. I woke up this morning in the crevice of the wall in my bed. Taylor was next to me. Yep. And <laughs> I, like, I, I felt like I had gotten a flashback to, like, literally the past, like, waking up every other morning for the past, like, every other month of my life. And I woke up and I had a text from someone, from, from my, I guess, 
ex-lover and I haven't like reached out to that person since we ended things because like I've been really working on myself and like yes I've been busy I've been freaking busy and like I have this pattern that I recently discovered not recently discovered that I've been aware of but like I'm like actually calling it out and like I always have this like pathological need to like make nice with my exes yes I fully agree Oh, this is the most that I feel like you focused on yourself in a minute. Post-break. Yeah, I think it is. Tara is very like she likes to remain friends with her exes, whereas I am like we don't have to do that. Tara doesn't like to be on bad terms friends. with anyone. Like that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, and it's like definitely. it's really sweet. It's so sweet of you, but you also I think are yeah. doing a really great job of taking care of yourself this mm-hmm. time around. Yeah, I think this time around too. Like I'm really aware of the need for like if if I don't know. I, I, I haven't really, like, made any formalized decisions, I think, about this yet. Like, I was also really happy that this person reached out this morning. Like, I'm glad that it wasn't me. Just because, oh. like, in our relationship, it was... I always like, you. Always me having... Mm-hmm. And then, like, always him apologizing for, like... His shortcomings. Disappointing. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was like... I was like... Mm interesting they always yeah. come and back I've they, been i know that they, they do you can always count on that they always come back and men like, go ahead you look beautiful taylor Thanks. um men men people people always come back i love the relationships that i have with all my like exes and stuff i really value them they're really special to me and i'm like really grateful for them and that's like one of the reasons that I so wanted to, like, come back to this person and work on our friendship, which I know is, like, not everybody's cup of tea, but I don't know. That's something I value a lot, and that's something that I'm good at. As an additive, as, like, a friend, I think that it's really hard when you go through breakups with your friends because sometimes your friends carry that, like, ener- that mal-energy and they might not feel like they're supporting you when you when you do if you ever want to like like reconnect with an ex. I don't know if there's like a word or a term for it or if I'm making any sense at all. But Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like I feel like you should be allowed to um be a little bit vulnerable again with someone if they really yeah. are a good person at the end of the day and even if they weren't a good lover, they are we're still a good person. I feel like yeah. I could be that friend sometimes just because when it comes to, like, my friends, like, if a bitch fucking wrongs my girlfriends, Jalen's I'm hitting you. Jalen's I'm hitting you. Jay- you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. I I often have to be like, Jalen, I know that you love me so much and I love this so mm-hmm. much, but when they're here, just pretend. <laughs> just pretend. <laughs> Being honest. Um... No, but even even when it comes to that, I feel like I... Because I think for myself, sometimes when it comes to relationships, I don't know my own limits. So sometimes mm-hmm. it comes... It has to be my friends to be like, Jay, are you sure about this? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I like to be that friend to remind my friends, like, do you remember what happened? Because that was pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, if they truly do have a good feeling and they think that they're going to be happy again with this person, I'm not going to be against that. Because I'm just like... I'm, I want whatever's best for my friend, you know? Love is just a hard thing to navigate. I think especially yeah. at our age, like... There's no formula. Where, like, I'm gonna keep saying it until the day that I feel like I'm not young anymore, but we're still so fucking young. And, like, yeah. with that, I think comes with, like, 
you have to learn so much. And like Tara, I know that you said that that's not everybody cup, everybody's cup of tea, but like it's your cup of tea, and that's right. all that matters. It doesn't matter how anybody else Period. navigates it. I it's know. Like, it's 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 you and what's good for you, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that switching it up, like whatever you need to do, is perfectly fine we're just here to be your friends and support you through it all you know? yeah and I I know that super intrinsically like I, I've n- I never doubt that and I also like regardless of how much my friends like matter and like their point their opinions matter and stuff I'm ne- I'm I'm always someone that's gonna do what I want yeah like, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do like what makes you I, happy yeah I don't listen to people I listen to like my gut in the universe like mm-hmm. I mean I do listen to people I don't stupid. I listen to people no, a no, lot, solid, but I also solid. trust. I also like just I, I I don't know. I trust God. I trust the universe. Like I, I feel do. like I feel like I I definitely have my fair share of like I I feel like I go to my friends a lot when it comes to relationship stuff. Just because I come to my friends about everything. Like you guys have to yeah. know everything about me. You're like you problem solve my life with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And, like, when it comes to those situations that, like, are a bit more embarrassing to share, a bit harder to share, like, fights or arguments, the ugly parts, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I think I definitely come to you guys because I know what you're going to say because I Mm -hmm. need to hear it for myself. I know that I need to hear that love, that support in order to be able to, like, make a decision for myself, you know? Like, I, I do feel very much like I'll end up doing what I feel like is best for me and like what aligns with my decisions at the end of the day but like that advice I feel like is always such a driving factor and sometimes it does stop me there was a moment the other day where I really wanted to reach out to my ex and one of my girlfriends from back home was just like honey like you've been here and like if you hadn't been here I would be like go for it but you've been here and she was right and she was right the biggest I think the biggest thing when it comes to breakup is like you got to be honest with yourself with every single aspect of it. I'm like, if you're going to reach out to someone you broke out, broke up with, don't sugarcoat who that person is. Like, yes. if you're doing something, then yeah. maybe you're, maybe it's, like, out of character. Like, maybe you're like, I usually am not this type of person, but I'm going to do this right now. Be honest. Be like, all right, well, I'm doing this, and I just have to accept that this is where I'm at right now. I feel yeah. like once you lie to yourself about the person, the relationship, and the situation, you're just never going to be happy because you're not, like, coming to terms with what's actually happening, you know? Definitely. I've actually, like, I've been in a position where I've done that, too, and, like, and I remember, like, really just romanticizing. Romanticize, yeah, like, don't romanticize it. Yeah, and, like, I'm also someone who is, like, I, I feel like, my thought process, my thought processes are like really, like, comprehensive, especially in regards to like when it comes to me being vulnerable with people, and like, I'm very calculating in in like the sense of who am I gonna open up to and stuff, and like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about an ex of a person that I like was seeing a couple years ago, and like, he kind of did some really shitty stuff to me, and like, it was a really shitty situation but like I ended up not even ever like being able to bring anything up with him and like I would set Brenda remembers this maybe but like I would like go and like have a plan to like confront him after we like had broken things off and I ended up like not ever getting any closure with that like immediately um after like we first ended things and like ended up on relying on him super like 
emotionally um, as a friend, like, for a couple months until he continued to do more fucked up shit and yeah. really pushed me away, pushed me to my, like, I really, that was, like, the first moment that I realized, like, I had met my boundaries and, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember crying in the stairwell for, like, Jesus five Christ. hours one night. I, I remember like, the first time you told me about this. I was, like, we were in the GSU having lunch for the first time in, like, months. Yeah. And I was, like, what the fuck is going on? Bro, I going know. through it with her was a fucking series. That's why, t- like, literally, Tara, you, we're, what's it called? What's that thing called? Fucking Twin Flames? Flame Sisters? Soul twin, Sisters? Whatever. whatever. Flame Sisters. Whatever. But I, that was that was crazy energy and not even on your part. Like, I don't get how these men are supposed to be older than us, but they playing tricks is for kids. I also they always I, are older. Than I, always I call me out. Anybody who's listening to the podcast, you guys, if you want to call me out on this, I feel like we are all like very gracious and like giving women. I think that like we yeah. are loving, we are caring, eh, and like not me. this is like a. I I think that about you too. I think it's a little bit harder for you, but I think you do have that. Um, me? Yes. Whoa. I think that oh. we have. I was about to say. I think I got Whoa. a lot of issues to work out over here. So yeah, but you have it. You have yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel as though like when it comes to guys, it's like for for us. For, and I'm talking about like a Tara and me perspective a little bit because I find that we end up in these situations a little bit more is yeah. that like it when you reach our our boundaries there are boundaries I will admit that they are much farther than most people's boundaries but when they are met like you have to know that you have like completely exhausted literally fucking any everything because I feel like Tara and Taylor are such trust like trusting people that like they will give you the benefit to the of the doubt until you push them all the way there so like if you fuck no I won't give you the benefit of any doubt I will just believe in your growth I will believe in your growth. yes yes I was just about to say it's not a benefit Mm -hmm. of the doubt thing it's like I love you and I love you for a reason like that came from somewhere and I want to continue to trust that like we will be able to grow together but the scary thing is is that it's like a 50% chance of loving someone's growth and it working out in 50% of of loving of whatever for the growth whatever and then it not working out that's because honestly yeah. you hit yeah. that that's how I feel about McDreamy like I'm oh. I'm in love with the potential he hasn't fucked up I yet I think I also if- feel oh go 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 um my thoughts are like so scattered right now but I'm gonna try to say the best I can mm-hmm. I also feel like so Taylor and Tara, I feel like, have a very different, like... Approach. They deal. Yeah, approach. They have a very different approach. I feel like I'm a lot stricter. Like, I I feel like it's partially just because I'm scared a lot of the times. But I think that... Jalen has grown a lot on her views and love. Yeah. But I'm still very... I, I feel like I want to say to the listeners, like... So a lot of the times, people will show you who they are in the first month, two yeah. months of a relationship... Don't fucking get, like, don't look past those red flags just because you're into them. Like, I've done that so many times. And then those red flags just come up again. Like, they will show you who they are in the beginning, and it's a matter of, like, are you willing to deal with that? Is that something you can actually, actually deal with or no? Because eventually, if you can't deal with it, it's going to break your relationship, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that if you find yourself in a situation like that, 
do not ever like shit on yourself like you gave someone mm-hmm. a chance and it didn't yeah. work out that's not a bad thing unto you that's a learning lesson for you to look like next time you're in a relationship make sure you pay attention to those red flags yeah. you know what yeah. i mean yeah. i think that i have been learning that's that something so that much. just give yourself some more credit for your decisions like don't regret things it's it's mm-hmm. it, i think that love becomes don't painful regrets. when you regret a lot mm-hmm. don't regret things but also don't be afraid to regret something that like okay wait how do i phrase this don't be afraid to like get out of a situation if you already have a feeling in your gut but like yes absolutely like, yeah I, the reason that, right most of the time yeah like i mean i i've also like been i i taylor and i did this really okay taylor and i did this really amazing yoga practice a couple days ago um and i was breaking we were breaking our hearts open and like shit hurts for sure i think like you know when you really break your heart open and like you open yourself up to love it's a really scary thing but like it's also one of the most beautiful things that i think we can do in this in this lifetime and this like and this path that we all follow and like being a human i think is scary and we have to acknowledge that but like we are also such creatures of habit and we conform to like places of comfort a lot of the time and I know that I myself have done that a lot the past four years and like I don't regret a single I don't regret a single moment of that I don't regret any of the love that I've given I I I really real quick if I could interject something before when we were saying about like they always come back the reason why they always come back I really feel this way is because no one treats them as well as not like I'm not saying we as in us the puthy gang although I do fully believe that but like (laughs) a, a wonderful woman in a man's life and he treats her poorly you can always count on him coming back to you because no one has treated him that well before like it is so hard for him to conceptualize that for himself and when once he loses you he realizes that like oh my god this wonderful person in my life is like fully gone and i they they try they try to come back into your life and you talk to me nice cash out i told taylor this once i was like i was when taylor was going through with her ex i was such a believer in the sentiment of like a, a woman will fall out of love a little more with every fight, and a man falls a little more in love with every fight. Jalen loved saying this, and she was right. I loved she this. was right. I was like, yeah, because I was like, they, the man thinks that like, wow, she's putting up with me, like that's awesome. I love her even more. And then a woman is most of the time being like, are you fucking serious again? Like I have to mm. deal with this again. Yeah, and I feel like that's a that's something that Jalen even said. To my, my my ex used to go to Jalen for some advice, which is something that I appreciate, but at the end of the day, I'm not, I think that he is going to continue to learn to internalize that and understand what she was fully saying, because, like, I don't think that he fully understood what you meant. I said so much motherfucking shit. she has said that so many times to him, like, whenever you fight, she feels a little bit less this way, and you feel a little bit more positive about the situation. Like, you feel like, oh, mm-hmm. we're getting stronger, and she's feeling weaker, and, like, that didn't hit me until literally after we broke up and I was like, wow, like I've been feeling really anxious and like sad and 
distraught about this for a long time and like it has been affecting me for a long time and because I love him I was like letting it continue to happen until like it reached a boiling point you know right I as you guys were talking about these norms I okay so again podcast me and Tara are a grade younger than Jay and Taylor so and in general I think I learned a lot of experiences through my friends and that's what helps me grow before I you know go into relationships but I think it would be really cool to hear um from like because we talk a lot of the things that we're talking about have to do with gender roles but for like for like lesbian relationships like on top of that what is like like I feel like like that obviously is very different than a heterosexual relationship like mentally and I feel like I've never really heard my friends who are LGBTQ talk about the agonies of their relationship and not saying that there aren't but I think as women we always are like men are trash yeah but then like I can't speak very much for like um I don't really have many lesbian friends but I do have a lot of gay friends and like really I don't have many gay friends I have like all my friends are well they're all and but their their experience is so funny in a way because like we can draw so many similarities and be like oh we just fucking hate men like like oh they just can't communicate like at the end of the day a lot of problems do come down to like communication like how i can agree i can i can freaking agree to that go off tar i think the most stable and most secure i've ever felt in a relationship was like with with a fe- with like a, with a female with a girl mm-hmm. because like i've just never ever in my life experienced that kind of open communication before and mm-hmm. i was okay there were a lot of other reasons why that relationship was like not the best at all times but that's for another time mm-hmm. but, like <laughs> god damn i knew where the fuck i stood every minute of the yeah. day uh-huh. it's like well communication a concept and i I really loved her for that. I That's really amazing. Loved her for that. I'm so and glad that you get to you came away with your relationship with her with that. Yeah, yeah me like too. You had that experience. Me too. And like that's just in general been my experience. Like I I find it's interesting. Like I find that like in the dynamic where if I'm like like you know dating a girl, I usually find myself to be the wor- the worst communicator of us two. Mm-hmm. Really? I'm like engaging in like dating like a guy um you're the better communicator then i'm usually the better communicator obviously like that's like a pretty distinct binary and there are a lot of other gray areas and it's mm-hmm. not it cannot be defined by like gender in any means because no, totally. construct tear that shit apart but uh-huh. like that's just been my personal experience and like god freaking damn when a man is communicative that shit so it sad. blows you away yeah, and then you want to hold different. on to him forever. <laughs> I don't know a straight man who has a therapist. I don't know any straight men with a therapist, really. I have not I have not met a man like that yet in my life. I feel like I have a I have a couple gay friends that I definitely know have therapists, but like not n- I can't name a single straight man in my life. That really? doesn't repel that. That doesn't repel it. There's such a stigma around like men getting therapists. I'm just like, listen, everyone everyone goes through shit in their life regardless of your fucking gender just let me be your therapist not in a relationship wise also because 
men that don't, and I'm speaking for you, Jalen, men that what? don't fucking get a therapist and, like, oh, speak yeah. out all their and problems. No. Who, like, I do not appreciate men that we are sleeping with or seeing or dating or whatever <laughs> using us as a vessel to be therapized. Bitch, like, I have been used as a therapist me. so many times. That Literally, breathe me. once if you've been used by a male to be a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Literally take one breath. I'm heaving, I'm heaving. Listen, I love to be a therapist, but like, damn. I'm not getting paid, where's my coin? Period, period. I feel like I don't get used as a therapist very... Like, uh, I get used more like a care aid, like, company. Yeah. Because like, I think... I think that a lot of people see face. comfort in you, Brenda. Yeah. They better fucking not. Better fucking not. <laughs> Just don't. Brenda Just said, stop. don't look at me, don't talk don't to me. Don't even try. All right, that wraps up the breakup episode, y'all. Can we each say something that we've learned from each other at the end about breakups? Because I have something to say right the fuck now. Yes! So, my... Something that struck me in this conversation is that taylor brought up the fact that well maybe not distinctly but we talked about this because you know we're friends in real life bffs um if you're not upfront about how you feel in the beginning you're never gonna get that validation that you deserve and then if you like the the biggest or one of the biggest barriers in communication is if you're constantly questioning if the other person likes you or not or loves you enough and that is because there is not enough clarity and so if i love you and i say i love you i mean it and if you play games i will recircumcise you i will never talk (gasps) to you again i'll block you i'll pretend i don't know you i will send your family a card and exclusively write your name off that yeah me and brenda are on the same wave of hatred towards them i know you guys are very much on the same page with that how about you jay the biggest thing i learned is that like oh I can be a little, I can be very strict sometimes with exes and like just men in general. Taylor literally says, she's like, you gotta be nice to the to the dudes you talk to. Cause I forget they have feelings sometimes. Um, <laughs> but it's, I, I, I also think that that's, co- that's coming from a place of like fear. Like Jalen is such a yeah. nice people. So many people yeah. love her. But like the minute a guy starts really oh. liking her, she just starts panicking. She just starts like, don't panicking. Fucking- don't fucking, fucking call me pretty, bitch. Stupid. Like, and I'm just like, mean? why not? Why not? Like, yes, at the end of the day, men are a hard road to navigate, but they also are just like little babies. Oh, that they're big. They're super babies. The biggest thing is I, the biggest thing I learned is like, you, I like, you can be more patient with some people. I, there was something that Taylor and Tara both said, like, I believe in like your potential for growth. I feel like a lot of times if I'm like, it's not a hunted, goodbye. I could I could be a little more patient with that. Mm. I fuck with that. That's a good takeaway. Okay, how about you, Tara? God. I think that every time that I talk about this kind of stuff with you guys, I'm reminded of, like, there's never going to be, like, no one's ever going to give me a guidebook with, like, what to do in a scenario, especially one regarding the heart. And the closest thing I can get to that is talking with my friends about this and, like, I know that I am someone who can easily put on the rose-colored glasses and, like, romanticize things. So I really appreciate the ability to, like, get out of myself and, like, put away my own my own glasses and see see situations through your guys' eyes. I love you for that. I You're comfortable that. being uncomfortable. Yeah. 
or you're getting, you're learning to be comfortable with getting uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, I stay uncomfortable with you guys. <laughs> what? And you come me back money. on your knees every single time. Look at you. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. Can you guys come here afterwards? The Can minute this podcast me? ends, <laughs> Tara is going to be like, come in my bed, you guys. You just said that. I feel like my um biggest takeaway is like in the same vein as Jay, I it's so funny because we give each other advice that is so like complimentary to ourselves. Like I'll say to Jay, like, you need to be more loving and give another chance. And she'll say to me, like, you give too many goddamn chances. Like <laughs> fucking cut <laughs> it out. Like, give it up, bitch. And I think that in my previous in this past relationship, I thought so much about the other person Mm -hmm. more than I have in like other relationships like I so badly wanted him to have a great experience and like remember me in a wonderful way that like it it played on my mental health you were also his first relationship and I feel like knowing that is a huge responsibility yeah it is but um I feel like I've come away with knowing that like my instincts more often than not are right and like my friends also have the same instincts and I just need to trust those a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And on that note, we still don't trust men, though. Uh, Never. I'm dead. I'm dead. Never. Men we still, still suck. Don't trust just letting you know. Men. Uh, yeah. Well, Break that's up. all, pussy gang. <laughs> Fuck. That Break was a goddamn breakup episode. Yeah, yeah, cause I'm blind. I hope you guys really enjoyed. I'm so interested to know about your breakup experiences. No, literally, please DS, DM us. What? What am I saying? DM us on Puthy Pod. Also, if there are questions or anything that like you have for us, please DM us. Comment on our posts. Like we're literally down to talk about anything, and we have so mm-hmm. much to fucking say. <laughs> yeah. Please. Our Instagram. Our Instagram is P-U-T-H-Y-P-O-D. So DM us whatever the fuck you want, bitches. Uh, Instagram, we love you all Bye, so guys. much, our beautiful listeners. I was going to say love you. We, Brenda, can you give some love to our listeners? Give us some love. They love you, no, Brenda. Like, they love you the she's most. She's like, they're yeah, not on you. They don't care what we I have can't, to say. I can't give that much love to our viewers right now because I'm currently occupied trying to figure out how to give it to being... How do you, how do what? I, no, no, no. I don't know how to be loving. Uh, Why? Yes, you do. You're so loving to me. Just say bye. Just say bye. <laughs> Just like literally Just say, say peace bye. Out, my Venmo is B R E N D A dash. No, I love the podcast. And like furthermore, just Venmo Brenda for feet pics. And for reparations. Venmo me for feet pics. I will sell feet pics. Jalen Dong has small, cute feet. I will. Anyways, bye guys. (laughs) Bye guys.